It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Yes, welcome to the podcast. I've got the Eddie Scazzeri with me today since Jerry is somewhere. Hello, podcast people. Hello there, Eddie. Now he's probably home. Actually, probably home now. Yep, he had a very late night. Uh, Rutgers. Uh, well, it was it was in uh, in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Uh, they played Northwestern and beat Northwestern. Jerry will be back tomorrow for Football Friday. You are uh, firing up your uh, your insulin pump. Yes, I just uh, the insulin cartridge. I just ran out of insulin right before we started, so I made a new cartridge. I'm going to be plugging that in. All right. So uh, Gina's son. Has a friend who is uh, diabetic as well and also has an insulin pump. So a type 1 most likely. Uh, what is, which one is that, like born with it? Uh, no, it used to be called juvenile diabetes. It means you, you, your body does not produce any insulin anymore. That's the one. He also has this other thing, though, and uh, he was telling me about it, and I think we need this for when we travel for Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gina's son uh, rooms with this kid, and they're friends with this kid. So they all have an app on their phone that goes off if his sugar is off. If it's low, most likely. If it's low. But, yes, if it's low. But they can also go on the app at any time and see what his his sugar is. Yes, she can. Yeah. Uh, my wife has that. Oh, she does. A- after the, la- the last uh, time I, I woke up to um, paramedics in my room and firemen and, you know, waking up. Was my- that in Minnesota? No, 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 no. This was at home. Oh, you know that one. I kind of, you guys came to the room, and I was able to kind of take care of myself. But there's been now. It's only happened three times in all the years I've been diabetic, which the the uh, uh, EMTs tell me is very good because they're at some people's houses like every other week. Yeah. Um. But the after the last time that uh, again, I woke up to of a strangers in my room, and I'm in a a sweat soaked bed in my <laughs> underwear. Saying, Hi, everybody. <laughs> How are you hey, doing? Look, it's Eddie Scazzeri from the uh, radio. Yeah, hi. Uh, why, why is my wife crying? <laughs> uh, after that, we got this because I do have a continuous uh, blood glucose monitor. And, and how does that attach to your body? That is a sensor that gets injected into my abdomen. I mean, when I say it, just subcutaneous, not like anything deep. But I put this sensor in once a week, and it has a little transmitter that connects to it. And then that transmitter sends uh, RF, radio frequency, to the pump and tells you what the blood sugar is at any given time. So you you have to change out that tiny a, trans, transistor? Uh, well, the tra- the transmitter I, I charge every time I change the sensor, which is once a oh, week. Oh, the sensor. Okay. Right. And then that sends the information to the, the um, pump. And then my glucometer, where I test when I when I do a finger stick and get an actual blood sugar to calibrate the sensor, that also transmits uh, radio frequency to the pump. So they all kind of talk together. Uh, the pump sort of as a go between. I might like that app for when uh, we're at Super Bowl. I like this. Yeah, like, check in yeah, on it you is. Who it's, your uh, blood sugar is right. Is it's yeah, and, and you know it's got a few uh, glitches in it. Not in terms of the the you know, doing what it's supposed to do, alerting you. But then even once I clear, once I have cleared an alarm on my pump, it's not supposed to bother you, but sometimes it still does. And then it's pain in the ass and you got to silence it and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, it might be worth it uh, for that few days. You need a prescription for that? Uh, for the app, no. But for the sensor, yes. And for everything, the pump, the sensor, the because insulin. Because I, I ask because, uh, you know, I, I follow some people on YouTube that are like uh, food ingredient people. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, and, ab- and about how different foods, their sugar, how it affects blood glucose and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And I feel like a lot of people have this now just to just to 
test out different foods. So I wonder if they need it for their health or are they just able to get it just to uh, for experimentation on foods? I would think that they would have to get they would have to have a genuine need for it the way insurance companies are. Yeah. And if you're not a diabetic, I can't see how you would need it. Now, if you're part of a study or whatever and it gets paid for because it's it's not cheap. Yeah, I would um, imagine you're putting stuff you under know, your skin I mean, with a sensor on it. Right, and they're not having an insulin. The insulin pump itself is the most expensive part. It's about $6,000. Nice. Maybe seven by now. I don't know. Uh, and then the sensors themselves, they cost, you know, hundreds of dollars for a box of five. And then Really? Yeah. yeah. What a racket these insurance and uh, yeah. big pharma's got going on over there. And then the, uh, the test strips to actually do your finger sticks. Yeah which you do less of if you have this continuous glucose monitor, but you have to still do so. And I see commercials for these other sensors. Oh, I don't have to do any finger sticks. Yes. Mine, you still have to do at least two a day to calibrate it. And maybe if you're not a type one, it's not as, you're not as prone to having your blood sugar just drop through the floor, which is the immediate danger. Obviously there's long-term, um, bad effects to having high blood sugar and the you know yeah, amputation and you know yeah i've never understood coma. that how does somebody with diabetes if they if it's not controlled how do you lose a foot well it's because the all the sugar in your blood right which yeah. is the problem because your insulin is gone so you're not or if you're a type 2 your insulin can't do its job because you're overweight usually um so your sugar is remaining in the blood and then your kidney your kidneys go into overdrive trying to get the sugar out of your system so you know you're thirsty because you're consuming more water to flush the sugar out of your system and then the sugar molecule in the blood itself if there's a lot of it it can break down the small blood vessels the capillaries and if all you you lose all your capillaries and and you know they're all breaking down and your circulation is gone and then your your tissue can decay and but why is it always like a limb well because that's in the extremities it's going to start first you follow that's why you have a lot of the smaller blood vessels in your feet your toes that's why diabetics a lot of time lose toes oh my gosh so it starts with the toes and the fingers ultimately but it's uh usually toes feet you know, fingers maybe, but then also another small area with a lot of small blood vessels is your eyes. Oh. So that can affect, you know, your vision. You can go blind also. I think I had an uncle who, uh, my uncle Charlie, I think he lost a foot, Mm -hmm. but he still kept eating ice cream. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all choice. He was like, live, damn it. Yeah. I want to live and eat my ice cream. Live as long, but whatever, yeah. Right. You know, you enjoy yourself while you're here, I suppose, is another argument to make. Right, while you while we're all still here on the planet, mm-hmm. uh, I know you're not a big fan of birthdays. Uh, today, my mom turns eighty. Well, that's uh, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool. You know, just the fact that you know it doesn't have to necessarily be celebrated on the specific day, but the fact that she's been around on the planet eighty years, right? Still going strong. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I love a good like round number. Yes, like fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty. Yeah, I think that's something to be. You know, celebrated. She's got another 20 years to hit a hundy. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. That's what you're going for. I'm going for 100. So I still got a lot more years. Also, uh, uh, she has always uh, shared a birthday with Mr. Howard Stern. Is that right? I did not know that. Guess how old he turns today, Eddie. 71? 69! Really? Nice. (laughs) That's got to be a big deal. (laughs) Yes, it does. Now, was he on the air today? That's a good question. That I don't know. You would think maybe... 69! It's a Thursday, so there's a good chance he is, right? Uh, No, I think he only works Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's probably off. Well, maybe they did make, maybe they made an exception. For, maybe, birthday for show. this day. Birthday I show. I uh, got something here for you, Eddie. We're going out to Phoenix, Arizona for the Super Bowl. We are. We are, a week of uh, shows. Now, because of the time difference locally in Phoenix, we're going to be on locally there from 4 to 8 a.m. The the uh, main show. Yeah. But the warm-up show will start at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Full time. So uh, the the uh, Super Bowl shows are a lot of times filled with guests. Some people like it. A lot of people hate mm-hmm. it. So we're not going to have a lot of guests because of the times we're on. But 
if someone occasionally wants, if there's someone who wants to come on, and to me, anybody from the 1980s, I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. So I got a request for Hall of Fame wide receiver Steve Largent. Number 80. Number 80. Jim Zorn's favorite target. Yes. Uh, so to me, I'm like, Steve Largent. Of course. Hall of Fame wide receiver from the 80s we've never had on the show. Correct. Sign me up. Absolutely. Willing to come in early. I said, okay, awesome. Uh, then a couple days later, I thought, huh, I didn't see what he's plugging. Sometimes I don't want to plug something that's a direct competitor to one of our big clients. Right. Absolutely. Unless it was somebody big and I could make the argument. Mm-hmm. I could say, look, this is Tom Brady. Right. It, this is well, what he's promoting. Of course, you're going to take Tom Brady. Right. But I'm not going to stir up any controversy by, you know, bringing in Steve Largent if he's promoting something that goes completely against one of our mm-hmm. clients. So I said, oh, by the way, uh, what is Steve Largent promoting? And this is the message I got back, Eddie, and see what what you think here. Already? Hi there. Uh, Steve Largent will be promoting hashtag he gets us. It's a movement aimed at raising respect and relevancy in our culture, inviting all to join the conversation and take a new look at Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's an interesting it, one. It is. It's not and Snickers or no, no Skittles, right, or Pepsi or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, interesting. And um, what do you think of that as a plug on a sports radio? Well, it, it's it it's a bit of a departure, mm-hmm. especially well, depending on how you go do the interview, right? And depending on the point of view of the interviewers, if they they agree. And by the way, I I think that you could be an atheist, as I am, and still get behind such a message. Because uh, if you look at the message of Christ in the Bible, it's peace and love and understanding, which is sounds like what he's this campaign is about, right. in, in, including everyone. Now, whether or not me as an atheist would be then excluded from that, uh, conversation or or not be welcome in that community that that to me would be sort of against the message of, of Jesus. yeah and I don't think they would uh, I don't think he would be excluded I, I, and especially if I'm saying that Christ's message I'm all for it again peace love and understanding the first hippie even had the sandals the whole thing right long, long hair, hair Birkenstocks um all good so the fact that I don't believe that he is God or that there is a God. But if I believe in the message that they're trying to get out, I would hope that that I would be allowed to partake in that in that community. I think so. Of support and understanding and inclusiveness and all that. Do you think it'll be a turnoff for radio listeners? Uh, I... I'm going to talk football with them, a wide receiver. Right. Of course we're going to get into the 1980s the, yes. when men were men. and Right, and they had the better uniforms. Oh, I, yeah. I hate the current Seattle Me color too. scheme. Me too. I, I, I love the old one, but whatever, neither here nor there. Um, and we can talk about the original Kurt Warner, the, the yeah. running back who beat my Dan Marino and uh, the Dolphins in his first playoff appearance. And the Kingdom. Yes, all that good stuff. The turf. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I would think that our audience for B and G would be more ready to accept that interview. And, you know, sometimes uh, the ratings for a Super Bowl week, if we're heavy with a lot of interviews, and if you're not a big football fan, which I think most of our listeners are, yeah. but there are some who are not, who are just baseball or hockey or whatever. Yeah. It might be a turnoff to some. And also the feel of the show, although it's a little bit better with me being there and being able to do some of the drops, um, it, it, it the feel is different because it sounds different and yeah. we're not in our element, we're not as comfortable. So the show is a little off. I don't, I, you know, I don't think I'm giving away any secrets. Um, so, so I would hope and I, I would think that the majority of our audience would still stick around for that. And also I think that there will be some people who listen to us who would be, wow, this is really interesting. Let me see where this goes. Right. Because if, if say, you know, if if Gio is not a believer like myself, and I'm not sure if he is or not, um, that 
like you know, is there going to be a problem, any sort of confrontation? Now, I would think yeah, I not. wouldn't think there'd be a confrontation. I think there'd be a discussion, which I'd love to hear. Yes, I, a discussion is great about that whole topic. I, I I like listening to things like that myself. Now, maybe I'm not your average listener, but I, I would hope that most of our audience would be uh, on board for that. And then, what is it going to be? Twelve minutes long, right. thirteen minutes long. Right, so. it's not like he's going to be doing the, the Jesus plug the whole time. Right, and it's most likely going to be, what, 9 o'clock New York time, most likely? Uh, or maybe yes, it, or... no, 9 o'clock New York time. Okay. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like, these Super Bowl shows, a lot of times it's the same guys every year. Yes, this is different. This is different. So and I like that. And I... it's a different sponsor. It is. So, so to speak. Uh, who's your sponsor? Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. That's so right. That's different. It is different. So I'm, I will look forward and to it. And we that. like, as radio people, we like different. Yes. Because it's it's fresh. I actually thought that the pandemic would would have killed Radio Row. Yeah, no. The sponsors, like the, the, the athletes and the plugs. I thought, like, once people didn't go that one year, I was like, ah, this is done. This will no, kill it. No, it's back. Yeah. Well, back I mean, we, don't, we, we, we shouldn't say that because the, uh, the Super Bowl in Tampa that Boomer went to because it was CBS – and he joined us from I don't know where he was in the lobby of the hotel or yeah. something. There was no Radio Row then, right? But Radio Row, I believe, was back last year. It although, was, but I don't know if it was as chock full of people as it usually is. Actually, I don't know. I honestly don't remember who I talked to about it, but uh, somebody told me it was packed. Okay, Ta- like it was like any other year, All right? And with with a lot of East Coast people, even though it was in L.A. Yeah. So I don't know about morning shows, but. Uh, that's why that's a big reason we did not go last year right is because you know and you say what's the difference two hours to three hours it, it is a difference right you do get that one extra hour now like we're seven o'clock local time you will get people who will be willing to come on there's a few who are willing to come on six o'clock local time yeah depending uh but but most people seven it was about the earliest they would do and if you're talking L.A., then we're out because, yeah. you know, our show's over at 7 a.m. local time. Oh, absolutely. Although next year it's going to be interesting. It's in Vegas. Is that three hours behind Vegas? It, it, they do Pacific. They don't. They, they, uh, they're Pacific time. Hmm. They don't, like, uh, you know, Arizona's a little different. They don't do the daylight savings. So in the winter it's two, summer it's three, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to think, like, who else from the 1980s that we've never had on I would be interested in having on? Dan Pastorini. Oh my gosh! Yes, that's kind of seventies. Yeah, but still, is Kenny Stabler passed? I yes, think, I think he's passed. He would have been awesome. Oh my god, the snake. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that. yeah, the Oilers. Well, we, we've had uh, Earl Campbell on, but that's it. That's the only Oiler I think yes. we've ever had on. Yeah, that was he was great. I yeah, remember. he was really great. And he gave us. Uh, he gave me a jersey. He did. Yeah, yes. in the mail, like it came in the mail. Yeah, that's awesome. Personalized too. Yeah, that way I can't sell it. Well, but still, that's still pretty to cool. another Al. Yeah, yeah. Freaking Earl Campbell. Jersey. Freaking Earl Campbell. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, who from the 80s, like, that's an iconic player that we've not had on. Mm. I can't really think off the top of my head. I don't think we ever had Doug Williams on. Uh, no. Well, um, never had a Super Bowl? No. Classic Warren, Buccaneer quarterback. Warren Moon? Warren Moon we've had on. We have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was another Oiler. Yes, he was. Man, I miss the Houston Oilers. Oh, love and those that, those uniforms are <sighs> fantastic. So tremendous. They still sell some of their stuff. Like if you go to NFL sites mm-hmm. or sites that have the uh the license to carry sweatshirts and things with NFL logos, they will have Oilers hoodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why am I not walking around with an Oilers winter hat on? Is mm-hmm. beyond me. And and we've had uh Joe Montana on. Joe Montana. What about yeah. Jim Plunkett? No, never had Jim Plunkett. That was early 80s. Early, 81. Mm-hmm. That Super Bowl in 1981, Superdome, and they wore the yellow, uh, they had a yellow piece of tape on their helmets to support the hostages, hostages that were being held by those punks in Iran. Right. And that was not long after that that they were released. Yeah. Because I remember after, in the, after Carter lost the election in late eighty. Then it wasn't long after that, after Reagan got into office. Yeah, they saw Jim Plunkett. They're like, we better release these hostages. Yeah. Jim Plunkett will run us down. Did we ever had Jim McMahon on? Yes. We did. 
Yeah, we had Jim McMahon on the one time we were we did the show from uh, Hootie and the Blowfish's tournament in Carolina, South Carolina. Wow, we had him on there. Huh. I love Jim McMahon. Yes. I don't know why. Like I didn't get pictures with any of these people. Yeah, a BYU quarterback, but not Mormon. Not Mormon. He's the punky QB known as McMahon. I think he went to Judge Catholic High School in Salt Lake City, I believe. Do you remember that dude on the Packers who picked him up and body slammed him? Yes, I don't remember (laughs) the guy's name, but I still have that image in my head. Now, that's a late hit. Oh, my goodness. That was so Long after the play. Oh, He just went over. He just got angry at him. (laughs) Grabbed him, picked him up, and slammed him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't remember there being a big brawl either. Yeah, I don't. Like, all I see in, like, my, my visual memory of that is just that that act and not if his lineman came to his defense at I rem- all. I remember he got injured from that. Like, his oh, yeah. shoulder was all oh, yeah. out of whack after yeah, that. absolutely. But he also has one of the great comebacks on Monday Night Football, Jim McMahon. Do you remember that game? It was against the Vikings. He was injured mm. and didn't start, and they got down 21-7 at the half. And Ditka brought him out for the second half. He immediately threw two bombs to Willie Galt. Mm-hmm. Tie game. Yes. And Willie then, Galt. I think also number 80. If I, I think remember. he was 83. Oh, okay. I remember Willie Galt being 83. Track star, right? Yeah. We don't get those anymore. Like, Ronaldo, Nehemiah. Nehemiah uh-huh. Like, get the fastest guy. Especially now, you can't really hit, you know, it's not right. as... As physical. Oh, it's physical. Oh, yes. Not as physical. But let's hope he's got hands and that he is a little bit tough. Yes. Doesn't have to be an animal. Just a little tough. And send them deep. Uh, then, you know how you and I watch uh, Spanish television in the morning? Yes. Hoy dia. In, uh, uh, in the studio? Mm-hmm. Hoy dia means what? Happy day? Uh, I think it means uh, today or oh, something today. like that. Hoy dia. Uh, and there are very, some very attractive uh, women. Yes. On there that we enjoy. And also shirtless men. Occasionally oh, they have shirtless men that. on. Uh, also attractive men. But uh, mm-hmm. you and I are looking at the some of the women. Uh, I did notice this about... So it's I, I, I find people's knees very weird. Mm. Like I could get thrown off by a woman's knee. Really? Yeah. When a woman is standing, the knees look very strange. But sitting down, yeah, when the knee stretches out, by uh-huh. but then it's normal. But it's very strange sometimes. I find myself looking, if a woman is standing and her knees are visible, I find myself looking at them and thinking, hmm, not so great. For for most women, for most women, yeah, except for like you know the the like the the supermodel type. I think even the supermodel types can have, have weird knees. Can have weird knees. Well, it's like feet too. They can be weird. They can be weird. Right. Earlobes uh-huh. weird. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain things that, it, that if you look at them as individual body parts, uh-huh. it's a little strange. odd. Well, the the main uh, the, yeah the sex organs themselves yeah. could be very strange looking. Exactly. Both male and female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that? Yes. So, just not my focus on. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. Well, I'll have to, uh, I don't focus on that myself. Yeah, I wish I didn't. But uh, I will um, I will make an attempt to uh, Just eyeball knees. some things. Eyeball some things, Eddie. Mm-hmm. All, right, all right, let's do the warm-up show. My all parking right. is expiring. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, that's uh, that's on me. That's right. on me as well. Did, did you, Let did me, you uh, fix it? I'm gonna I'm just going to extend it here for a minute just so I could get out there. Okay. Extend. Using the parking meter app, which is pretty good, right? Works pretty well. It does work really well. The parking meter app, yep. I used to have to save uh, quarters. Yes, I know. To run down for the meter. And it's crazy now because uh, I've got bags of quarters at my house. What am I doing with these? Uh, Do you actually have a physical, like, uh, branch of a bank you could go to? Don't you have to roll them yourself? Uh, yeah. I don't think they have those coin things anywhere. No. Now the the Coinstar. stop star, yeah, coin star. So the stop and shop has it that I go to, and I was like, you know what? I'm bringing all my coins. The one that yeah. broken. Ah, uh, well, it won't be broken forever. It will not be broken. And they forever. do take a a cut. I think right. There's a certain. So percentage. I've heard that if you if you take cash, they take a cut. If you take an Amazon gift card, it no cut. Really? Yeah. Which I'm always sweet burning money on. And the you Amazon. can then get your exact amount because if you. 
you know, you put in whatever. Yeah. It's not going to be any, especially if you're throwing pennies in there, it's right. not going to be an exact amount. So you're going to get all the dollars. And then a few cents, right. you're going to have coins again. Right. You'd be, you're right. You're already starting you off start with start a coins. new collection. Yep. But if you get the Amazon card, it's for the exact amount. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I Normally, I have my quarters separate, and I was saving them. So normally when I would do that Coinstar thing, mm-hmm. it would just be nickels, uh, pennies, and dimes. And for the size thing I have, almost every time it was in the $84 ballpark. Really? Yeah. And you, I still I have at my house three $1 coins. For I we got them so we had a park at the uh, Metro Park. Yeah. And those used to take before <laughs> credit cards. It was like dollar coins right and if you put in like a 20 it would give you change in dollar yes, coins. Like, yes Burr! yes so yeah so i don't know those. what i'm doing with those i think one's a susan b and i have two of the two of the sacagaweas oh yeah susan b was 79 uh that came out i believe i remember that was uh, i remember when that came out people were and, like we're gonna be using and that was a bigger deal and then coins. the sacagawea was like looked like a gold color I'm yeah sure it's like brass or bronze whatever but i remember and the the Susan B was the it was too close to a quarter. Correct, right? It was. But they did the right thing up. when they made the the Sacagaweas, but I, I, you rarely see them. Right, and try imagine like going up to some teenager at the Target and yeah. presenting a Sacagawea coin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is this, sir? Yeah, exactly. We don't take Canadian money. This is Sacagawea. Yeah. All right, Eddie. Uh, warm up next. So- yeah. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, good morning, and welcome to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. Jerry Recco uh, had a Rutgers game late last night in a city far, far away. So CeeLo joins me this morning. Good morning, CeeLo. Oh, good morning, Al. Let's get today's Seinfeld reference out of the way, right right out of the gate. I'm on no sleep. No No sleep. sleep. Okay, literally, no. My rods and cones. I could not fall asleep last night, so I'm, uh, I'm in the overwired stage at this point. We'll see how long that lasts. But I tossed and turned and didn't sleep. So. Yeah, I've never really had that. Good. With these hours, it's kind of weird. that. Uh, well, but it's regular for you. Yeah, yeah, you yours know? are all over the place. Even when I do sleep leading into the shift, usually only for a couple of hours. Last night, though, just just it just wasn't happening. Tossing and turning like so the old 50s. you get to that point. I know it happens to Jerry sometimes. and usually just waves the white flag, and he just comes in here earlier yeah. than he already does. I didn't take that route, but, uh, yeah, never, never fell asleep. I think even if you can't fall asleep, if you could just... Stay still. Be. Re- be still. Just be. Breathe in. Right. And exhale. Rest. Focusing on the breath. Yes. Have you ever tried to meditate? No. I've tried so many times. I can't figure it out. All these people can't are like. figure it out or your mind just is. Well, that's the whole thing, trying to settle your mind. And I can get to that point, but it doesn't do all these wonders people yeah. claim. Works for some, not for others. Especially transcendental meditation. I don't know what the difference is. Like your boy Seinfeld's into that. Howard Stern's you, you, into my that. boy. Yeah. All of these, like, all these people I admire and follow their lives, mm-hmm. David Letterman. A lot of time on their hands. They're all <laughs> transcendental meditation what people. Is the dip, what does that mean? That's the problem. I can't figure it out. And they don't. <laughs> 
that, so that's why you ignored it when I asked the first time. You don't, don't know what the difference is. And it's weird. They don't want to tell you. They require you to go do the official course. To find out what. Yes. And what is it? Transcendental? Transcendental or something. Transcendental. <laughs> exactly. Transcendental. So, Eddie, can that you help? Sense. What is it? What do we think that means? It's just a different type of meditation. You transcend it's into different. another okay. world. Right. And Got supposedly it. it's like a recharge. It's mm-hmm. like all these wonderful sure. things. Sounds all like your... something Aaron Rodgers might be doing this Exactly. Yep. All your problems go away. Uh, all the world is good. And the, uh, every time I try to do it, I go pass right out and I'm <laughs> sleeping. And that's not meditating. That's what? You're asleep? Um, You're getting your rest? Remember there was a uh, there was a time, Eddie, what was that meditation I was doing with the beads? Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Hare Kri- oh, I've heard you Hare say Krishna. sing that. Yeah, yeah, I've Hare heard Krishna. that. Yeah. That worked for a little while. I completely <laughs> abandoned I believe, that. I could be wrong, I haven't Googled it. I think it's you focus on one word or one you thing, You just keep repeating object. it? Yes. You just, yeah. And that's the thing. This is, this is the scam, I find. Because I really was wanting to get into this. You have to get your own word uh-huh. to repeat over and over again. What do you mean your own word? Like... If someone says, hey, this is my word, you can't Well, take first of all, they're, in transcendental meditation, they're not supposed to give you their word. Okay. So then how would it be anyone else's word if no one tells you what their word is? Well, because they're not supposed to tell you. <laughs> you're supposed to go to the course and get your own oh, word. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you just come, you know, pick one out of now, thin air. Now, uh, who was the guy from uh, who's, who started, like, a We're lot of the rap careers? Start here. Like uh, not Run DMC, but he was he was Reverend Run's brother, uh, uh, B- uh, Simmons. You're asking the wrong Simmons. Simmons. <laughs> I don't know. The rap people. Will okay, know. got it. Anyway, he he did a he wrote a book about meditating, and his is about transcendental meditation as well. And his word was rum, so he'd just go like this: <laughs> rum, rum. He wrote a book about this rum. different form of meditation that no one speaks about unless you go and take the yeah, course. Yeah, it was really strange. Yeah. So he wrote the book without revealing what was different about it. Well, he wrote the book and revealed his word, but said you still well, have to go get part a it. word. So I stole his word for a while. Rum? I just did rum. But it wasn't your word, so didn't it didn't work. work. Right. Yeah. So that's what feels kind of scamish for me, which keeps me away from it. But <laughs> And what is your goal with meditation? To relax, to change your life, to recharge. You All these things I hear celebrities talk about and you athletes. You need to relax? <laughs> I'm I glad I asked that before, super before you sip that coffee. Or else it, <laughs> it would be all over that keyboard in front of you right now. Yes, many people oh think I God. meditate from noon to eight every night, <laughs> every day. It's a different form. You can, That's your own. You should come up with a name for what you yes. do. That would be its own form of meditation. Just uh, eat your lunch, <laughs> sit on the couch, relax. Maybe play a song on the piano if you feel up to it. And breathe <laughs> in and... Transcendugal. Transcendugal meditation. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... I even invited Jerry Seinfeld on my podcast back when I first started my podcast. How'd that work out for To you? just talk about the meditation. You promised you're going to come on. I'll ask you I'm not asking any Seinfeld questions. We're just going to talk about and meditation. And he turned you down. Turned me down. Now, did you get to him directly? He's a direct person. Okay. I thought maybe one of these times when he, you know, called the radio station, you happened to catch him on the phone. You've spoken to him on the phone here. I've spoken right? to him yeah, on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. In person a couple times as well. Really? When yeah. was that? Super Bowl. Uh, when uh, it was the Super Bowl was when at came the in for uh, Super Bowl. New York. Yep, and then at also the Eminem uh, Center or whatever. He he did radio hits that week. He did. How about that? And he and then I also spoke to him at the comedy night that he did for Craig's. Ah, thing. yes, yes, yes. That was a very surreal life moment for me. I'm sure it was because we had spoken on the phone. He had followed me on Twitter. It was very exciting. And then when we were when we got to the comedy club, he saw me from across the room and he went, "Al Dukes." That's- that was wild. Yeah, you can't. It's tough to top that. Yes. Maybe like Springsteen for you. He yeah. Did that. No, I think even Seinfeld. Stern. Uh, maybe. That'd but be about uh, it. That, that's yeah. top three. I, you know, who knows if these things you see on Twitter are accurate or not, but yeah. it was like net worth for, they had actors. He's, you know, he's actors slash. I mean, he was at the top of that list. Yeah. Well, all those. A billion that, dollars. Yeah. That, uh. That Seinfeld money well, yeah. and all the syndication, they've done it right. I, I, I might mean, be responsible for about half of it. They 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 sell it to here, then sell it to here, then all the TV channels. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Now yeah. it's on Netflix. Never gets timeless. Right, it, it is old, timeless. Even though a lot of the episodes would not be uh, would not be allowed on, probably, if they were new on this day and age. Correct. Right? Yep. A lot of the topics that they covered. Well, they kept the Puerto Rican Day episode 
one away from even syndication for a number of years, mm. and then they sprinkled it back in. Some people found <laughs> it offensive. It in there. I wasn't thinking so much that, just yeah. a lot of the topics and... The Cigar Store Indian episode. Sure, sure. What was the woman's uh, name? Oh, I don't, I don't remember that. What? The, the name of the... Oh, um, no. Shang? No. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about in Cigar Store Indian. Are uh, you talking no. about the same thing? No, Donna Chang. Donna I'm Chang, yeah. I thought I was talking to a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I won't finish that. All right. George's mom. Okay. All right, see you Let's get to sports. Yeah, people no, are waiting. I mean, meditation it's, it's and Seinfeld. So much going minutes. on. It's one of those days where I'm like, this is the same thing I went on yesterday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a handful of things different. Well, Mike um, Lafleur. That's a big thing, I suppose. I guess. Well, I mean, we knew someone was paying the price because it's, it's the Jets, and because as usual, it couldn't have just been a clean break yesterday. First, it was he's fired. Then it was no, he's not. Then it's their parting ways. Oh, is that what happened? Never I didn't simple. even see that. There was a report that they were. That, now again, depends on what, how you want to phrase it, who you believe. Fired, mutual. That thing happens all the time. But right. early yesterday, there was. I believe multiple reports that were not based at in New York that that it was done. Oh, fine. And, and then You're many fired. members of the Jet Beat started to tweet out, "No, it's not true. It's not done yet. They're still discussing." And then ultimately, we came to the mutually parting ways. And the and the the um, the narrative that quickly got dispersed or put out there was that the rumblings around his name, other teams heard about it. They inquired, "Is he available? Is he not?" So then they had a conversation, and he was allowed to go pursue other opportunities. Now, why would a team be knocking on his door already? For what? Uh, reputation of the last name, the offense that he grew up in. I mean, or people that look at the Jets and say, yeah, wasn't his fault. Right. They Got st- no quarterback. Joe Flacco, you know. It's All the right, Jets. that makes sense. The owner gets involved. Things always go wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he didn't have much of a track record when he came here, certainly not as a play caller. But he's worked in the NFL for a while. We all know who his brother is. What was we know tra- he comes from the Shanahan tree. What was his track record before the Jets? Just that he was uh, he had worked as like a position coach, a quality control coach. I think he might have been a – forget if he was a quarterback's coach or not. Yeah, I feel like he got to be quarterback's he coach, then offensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, well, look, he, he's Salah's guy. They all came up in the NFL together. The LaFleur brothers – Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel, they're all from the same. You're a solid uh, leading into the Dolphin game last week. He was like, you know, they asked him if he relished the role of playing spoiler. And he was like, would I like to make Mike McDaniel sit poolside with me in a week earlier? You're damn right I do. So they're all, it's all connected. They're all boys. I see. Yeah. All right. So he's probably going to get another job then. Oh, I'm sure he'll get another job. I don't know if it's going to be an offensive coordinator job right Maybe away. Maybe quarterback's coach. Or something, you know. Game manager, uh, offensive strategist, or quality control. Who the heck? There's a million titles they throw around for these guys. Does then the Cowboys have uh, Kellen Moore before? I don't know. He's offensive coordinator. He now. is now. Yeah. Prior to that, he was like he was on the staff, yeah. but he was like called like some sort of play calling specialist or something. I, I, yeah, I don't remember passing game specialist. That was pa- it. Pass pass yeah. game specialist. Pass game or, specialist. Pass game in the area. A specialist. Is it specialist. I don't yeah. Know, whatever. Yeah. I think it is. Passing game Look, specialist. If they want you on the staff, they'll find a title for you. Yeah. That's all it comes down to. So that'll be the guy on the Jets staff who pays the price for losing their last, what was it, six or seven? Six. Six. Yeah. Losing their Which last Garrett six. Which Garrett Wilson says can never happen again in his career. Lose six straight. A rookie just said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about next year at yeah. the start of the season? So, I mean, look. Choose to believe what you want. And this is unfortunately what happens this time of year. You know, the, the, the storylines get kind of put out there and then we all absorb them and decide which part did we believe. Do we believe that people were calling it? It was mutual or was it, Hey, Woody Johnson wanted someone's head to roll. And this was the guy ultimately that they ended up pushing out the door. I actually do believe teams were calling because maybe both could be true. They just keep recycling. Like once you get in, you do, you go round and round for the most part. There are exceptions to the rules here. Yeah, It is weird. Adam Gase, not working in the NFL last I checked. That's a good point. But, like, I see teams are calling about Jim Schwartz and Jim, Schwartz. Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell interviewed like, with the Panthers. My yep. gosh. The Jets, not that he's going to be offensive coordinator, but there's a thought they might reach out to Gary Kubiak. 
some sort of advisory role to maybe come in and help out with uh, Zach Wilson. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but that's a name I've heard all of a sudden. He's one of these, like Dean Pease. You know, do you know that name? <laughs> I, I he just retired for the third time. Dean Pease. Defensive coordinator. Third retirement. Third retirement. Yeah. Until someone calls and he's and like, And then you've got Dean guys, Pease. I think Boomer brought it up recently. He was, um, he was Peyton Manning's quarterback's or. I guess quarterbacks coach him at the Colts forever. Tom Moore is his name. Yeah, Tom Moore. And he's with the Bucks now. He's with Brady. And he's, you know, it might be like 80. He's mm-hmm. still working. Yeah. Old man Tom Moore. Yep. Poor <clears throat> deep Brady. So you never know. They dust off these names. and I did find uh, Brian Costello's tweet to be a good one. He wrote, a very curious who the Jets find to replace LaFleur. Yeah. You have no quarterback and little job security. <laughs> this staff needs to make the playoffs next year. Yep. Yeah, so who do you get? Well... That's sort of the criticism right now. Some of the folks that cover the team are putting together like a short list of potential candidates, and there's not a lot to get excited about. <laughs> so it's like, why do you push LaFleur out the door? Not that he's the greatest thing ever, but all of a sudden it's the old, okay, you're going you're gonna to fire somebody, you move on from somebody, who are you replacing them with? Right. Going to get rid of the quarterback? Who are you replacing them who with? Who are we getting? And it's like, ah. Uh... Well, that was always the thing with the Giants and Daniel Jones. In the in the yeah. beginning, where it was like Daniel Jones, like the beginning, the first half of this, maybe not the first half, certainly the first quarter of this season, it seemed like everyone thought, well, Saquon and da- and Daniel Jones, they will not be back. Like that was like the thought. Like, so what are the Giants going to do a quarterback? Right now, all is good. But all along, when when that was what people were talking, it was like, well, who are you bringing in? The quarterback that you're picking another guy in the draft? No, well, that's sort of where the Jets are at now as far as bringing a veteran quarterback in. And as you go through the names, you can kind of poke holes in a lot of them. Because if you couldn't, they wouldn't be available. Right, exactly. Hmm. The Jet offensive coordinator, though, on a revolving door. Yeah. Brian Schottenheimer is the last one who actually made it to a third season. They went from Tony Sperano. Oh, I remember that. May God rest his soul. Oh, he passed? Yes. Marty Morningweg, Chan Gailey, mm-hmm. John Morton, Don't Jeremy Bates, Dowell Loggins, <laughs> and Mike LaFleur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hot coordinator yeah. that gets the head coaching job. Not on that list. Yeah, no, that no. never jumped. Never yeah. jumped from there. No. Yeah, so I don't know who the Jets are going to get. It'll be a guy we never heard of. Probably not. No, I think we'll probably have heard of him. You think so? Well, you maybe not. <laughs> other folks. People who wa- are watching football. Uh, Daryl Bevel is that right now the the name that is being floated as. I've heard of him. What's yes. he do now? Um, I think he's in Jacksonville. Not as, I don't think his offense. Oh, that's the other fun thing. We oh, just no, like, I'm sorry. He was in Jacksonville. I, I don't know. The man. other cool thing to do is just grab any guy who's on a play, who's right. on a playoff staff. He's down. He's bounced. I'm sorry. He's in Miami. He's the quarterback's coach and passing game coordinator. Oh, he's got two jobs. With the Dolphins. But no, but he does. He was interim with the Jaguars after they fired. Was it last year when they fired uh, Urban Meyer? I think yeah. it was. Yeah. He's bounced around. Interim with the Lions, offensive coordinator with Detroit, the Seahawks, the Vikings. He's been around a while. Not he's an bounced. not that an exciting name, but he's certainly the knock was LaFleur. He brought in a rookie offensive coordinator with a rookie quarterback. This would be the opposite. All Maybe right. not the greatest coordinator of all time, but certainly has a lot of experience. Well, we'll look for him to join the Judd staff later this week. Maybe. Although today's already Thursday. All right, CeeLo, let's take a break here. I've got some more uh, NFL playoff-related stories. Do you? And then I have... You got anything on Dak Prescott? I want to make sure to over-enunciate his name today after... uh, I do not. Jerry's faux pas yesterday. I have no Dak Prescott information today. Well, I'll see if I can dig something up. All right. Just so I can say Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. And what's the other word in the the injury that people always screw up? The disc? Yeah, bulging disc. Yeah, bulging yeah, disc. Really... Daddy, scrap the dick. Um... <laughs> and Jerry guys, covers the Cowboys and does the pregame, <clears throat> postgame, halftime. The last two days, I have uh, I have done quite a bit of laughing listening to this program. Oh, and by the way, the guy who picks games for yeah. us, uh, Eddie, the, the picks jockey. Yeah. He lost yesterday. He did, yeah. I think and MRI reveals a bulging dick disc uh, in his lower back. Mm-hmm. Al Trodwick, poor guy, vanished from, from television. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Ever since uh, Tony Page called him Al Twatwig. <laughs> Accidentally. He's been gone. I'm Where not is sure he? that those... 
coincided exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he's going to be the new Jets offense. Al Twadwick. Oh, <laughs> new offensive coordinator over there. All right, uh, let's take a quick break here, see when we come back, all the other fun NFL-related news, then Boomer and Geo right at 6 o'clock. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Uh, Jerry is uh, somewhere. Home, I would think. Oh, he's home now, but just Hopefully probably sleep. just got in. I would, uh, he's lazy. He's lazy. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully sleeping now. CeeLo joins me. It's the warm-up program. Maybe he's meditating. That would be something. What day is it, by the way? Today's Thursday. Okay. I just went through all the things you guys normally do. Oh, did you do cool games? Did you do fraud? I lost track of the days. Thursday. This is the music of Jeff Beck behind us. Uh, he passed yes. away. This is my favorite uh, Jeff Beck guitar. He's uh, uh, he, he and Rod Stewart on this song. His, his, your favorite Jeff Beck guitar? Guitar lick. The guitar lick. Okay. I know he's got a lot more, and, may, and many people may say uh, more, uh, you know, people that are big Jeff Beck fans. But My uh, dad, big Jeff Beck fan. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know a lot of his music. Me I either. knew this uh, People Get Ready uh, guitar yes. intro with uh, Mr. Rod Stewart, but he was uh, 78 years old. I saw Jeff the headline. Beck. Was he? Was this an expected thing? Was he ill? It said he uh, he passed after contracting bacterial meningitis, Ooh. which that, I don't know, know exactly what that is, but it sounds I've heard it. Nasty. doesn't sound good. Yeah. Anything bacterial sounds like a problem. Mm, that's not good. Yeah. So rest in peace to Mr. Jeff Beck. Yes. And blast people get ready by Mr. Rod Stewart. Did a nice cover of um, Put a Spell on You with Josh Stone, maybe eh, probably almost 10 years ago now. Is that right? Yeah, it was a good one. All right. Yeah, it's uh, he's one of those artists when you go to his Spotify and you put his name in, the songs come up that he plays on. Yeah. Which is interesting. I think he's, he was on the new Ozzy record. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Now, let's do some more football, yeah. CeeLo. Transition awkwardly to that. All righty. It looks like Tua has been ruled out. Yes. He will not be playing in Buffalo. That line shot from uh, <laughs> nine and a half to 13 and a half to 14 quickly. Oh, it's at 14 uh, now. Maybe not. I when think I it's wrote, headed that way. When I wrote this up last night, it was at 13. Oh, maybe. And then 12 and a half. I'm sorry. Which, nine, it went from nine and a half to 12 and a half. All right. Which they said uh, the Bills being a 13-point favorite is the uh, biggest wild card spread ever. Ever? Is ever. it really? Yeah. Wow. I guess. Good wild card. You don't have the teams with the buys. Now there's yeah. just... One in each. Yeah, 13 now. All right. I guess a wild card. Uh, no, your quarterback's out. Your backup's out. Skylar Thompson yeah. in Orchard Park. Wild right. card weekend. Tua! 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 You're going into Buffalo where you know DeMar Hamlin's going to give them a pep talk. I saw, I think it was Peter up. Schrager mentioning, he goes, I'm sure it's uh, very unlikely, but imagine... If he gets to the stadium, oh, forget it. Walks, you know, comes walking out and brings the team. I have no idea. Yeah. obviously he was released and sent home yesterday. And they all do the, that. All Dolphins stories seem to be that he's doing quite well. Dolphins should just turn around, and go right back in the tunnel. Pretty much, yeah. So, so, so. <laughs> I thought actually that the Bills were going to come out and stomp the Patriots because. Of well, I mean, this. they when they took that opening kickoff back, yeah. it certainly seemed like they were going to. Give the Pats credit for settling into the game a little bit. Right. And uh, the Buffalo, it took them two the kick returns kick to return. beat them. Then that that blew the doors off. Yeah. Yeah, it, it still didn't feel like a blowout. Like, I thought right. they were going to go in there and stomp them. Yeah, it doesn't always work that way. It doesn't. But it Think might about, work I mean, this way. I mean, I get from the emotional standpoint. Yeah. But that can work against you, too. You know, the highs and lows. Some guys, some guys, like, I'll put it this way. Not every athlete thrives on playing at an emotional High or an emotional edge. Some are need to be more even killed. Does that make mm. sense? Yes. So when you got a roster of what is it on game day? 46, 48, you know, you're cycling all cycling all these guys through. It's not like an NBA game where you're playing, you know, eight or nine guys. You got quite a few guys out on the field. Yeah. Plus they I'm sure the early part of their week they weren't as locked in as they not an, I'm not True. knocking them, you know, they just probably a little delayed with their preparation. So this might be the week where there's a big stomping going well, on. Well, I mean they're they're a 13-point favorite, as you just outlined, so it should be. I kind of want—I'm rooting for the Dolphins. Why? I don't know. 
I kind of like. What, what do you like Bills about? Fan. Okay, but what do you like about the Dolphins right now? Their uniforms are pretty cool. Okay, Mike I like Ma- when a warm team goes into Sorry, a really. Eddie, no offense. To Mike, go, Mike McDaniel is pretty cool. Yeah, I like Mike McDaniel. I do like Tua. I do like Mike McDaniel, but I don't know if that's enough for me to like want them to advance. They I, don't let. Do you put it put it to you this way? Let's say they somehow pull off the upset. Do you really? Do you think we're seeing Tua in another game? No. In this this playoff, I do not. So I mean. Come on. Yeah. You really want to see the Dolphins go into Arrowhead next week with Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> or Skylar Thompson? I, uh, no, that I don't okay. want to see. Well, that's what you'd get. But I, I do like <laughs> to see a warm climate team go into Buffalo for whatever reason. That yeah, seems fun. Freeze their ass off in yeah. January? Well, you're going to get that. And Maybe not as much as usual. It's kind of mild this week a little bit. I don't know why I don't like the Bills. How could you not like Josh Allen? I don't know. I, I'm not thrilled with them. What I are you not I thrilled don't know. about? I, and I have did you no watch reason. any of the, how I watch, he handled himself in oh. the last week or so? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Good Lord. I just, for whatever eh, reason. Kind of chilly Sunday, high of 30. Or is that that's Saturday or Sunday? Maybe because he's Which so. Which day is that game, by the way? That's a uh, Sunday. It's Sunday, right? That's too bad. Nice. Saturday's colder. Actually, I have it right here. It's Sunday, Sunday 1 o'clock. Yeah, for the Giant game. The Saturday games is Seattle at San Fran. <clears throat> And, and then, then uh, Chargers, Jags. Yeah. Once I asked it, it kind of came back to me a little bit. It hit bit. you. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right. So Josh Allen, you're not feeling it. I don't know. Yeah, just not. Mm. Maybe because he's too good. Sometimes when people <laughs> yeah, are real, good. Okay, do you not like Pat Mahomes? I love Pat Mahomes. Yeah, so get lost with that. Yeah. Fraudulent he's the per- take. And he's the perfect. He is really the perfect quarterback for the city he's in. Oh, Josh right? Allen? No, oh. Josh, Josh oh, Allen, by yeah. by far. Like I Which is interesting because he hails from California and played at Wyoming. Yeah, he seems like such a buffalo. He has embraced it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He is the heartbeat of that, well. Of America. I was going to say the I heartbeat say. of that city, but temporarily, obviously, all of the attention, rightfully so, has gone towards DeMar Hamlin. Right. So, I mean, there's a reason to rally around the Bills right now, right? Oh, of course. Their organization. Yes. He's Plus, doing well. I, he went home. You're right. I don't want to see the Dolphins. No. You want to see Bills. Here's what you want to see. You want to see a good ball game. You yeah. don't want to see Buffalo cover the spread, you know, with ease. Correct. You want to see them win by three touchdowns. That's not going to be any fun. Right. We just got That's that fair. in the college football game Monday night, which I know you didn't watch any of. That. That's fair. That's what I want. Yeah, you're right. Good ball game. Right. I want a, a good ball game. You want game. the Dolphins to put a little scare in it. A little fourth quarter. There's some doubt. Yes. Josh Allen's got to lead his team down the field. Correct. Yeah. You're yeah. right. That's what I want. I don't know that want. you're going to get that, but that's what you're looking for. You're right. I'm not really rooting for a Dolphin win no. as much as I'm rooting for, hey, can we keep this interesting so I don't fall asleep on my couch on Sunday afternoon? I would hope not. It's the first game of the day. It is right, the 1 o'clock. But that's when and I And then if you like... fall asleep and you don't set your alarm because you weren't planning on falling asleep, you might miss the beginning of the Giants. No, game. I'm not missing All Giants right. game. I'm pumped up for Giants uh, Vikings. I would hope so. <laughs> if not, I mean, if you're not pumped up for it this one, we might as well just pack up and go home. No, no, I'm very pumped up for it. Yeah. Now, in a, in a more playoff quarterback news, uh, Lamar Jackson not looking like he's, he's not playing. Play. No. For the Ravens. No. So there's another, either uh, Tyler Huntley or Anthony Brown. Right. They even said Tyler Huntley. He didn't play last week. He's banged up. And wasn't practicing yeah, so far. right. Now, I will say the Bengals didn't exactly stomp the Ravens in yeah. Week 18 with Baltimore resting six guys. But, I mean, the track record of the Bengals now, defending AFC champs, Joe Burrow, all the weapons. They've got the experience now. They're at home. But divisional matchup, two teams that know each other pretty well. Burrow's numbers in the two games they played this year, not great. You never know. So we could have... On Wild Card Weekend, two third string quarterbacks playing with the Dolphins uh, yes. and, and the Technically, uh, if Ravens. you want to count Brock Purdy as a third string quarterback, I would just for the sake of this. Uh, I mean, discussion at the beginning of the season, he certainly was. Yeah, yeah. But we look at him as a star now. Uh, he's played like one, but yeah. it's a very small sample size. Oh. Listen, That's I'm, what I'm, I've loved what I. I think he over the time that he's been starting however many games it is is one of the highest quarterback ratings in the league yeah i'd be making t-shirts if i lived out there by the way i haven't seen you um in a while i'm all in on on your bucks on monday night oh really oh yeah that wager was placed the moment they were posted on sunday and what is what what was the spread when you uh there are three point i took the money line okay bucks over 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 the Cowboys. cowboys 
Yeah. Could have Tom Brady throwing deep bombs. It's just one of those, you know, Mike everyone, Evans. oh, they're eight and nine. It's yep. the division they go, you know. But here come the Cowboys off a stinker in Washington. Dak's turning the ball over left and right. Bucks beat them handily week one in Arlington. They sure All of did. a sudden, the Bucks are getting healthy. They got guys coming back. I just and I it, just don't trust the Cowboys. F you, you dork. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. And I'm sure I'll get some of that in my mentions, especially if Dallas wins the game. Oh, yeah, you moron. Eh, Bucks. Eh. That's fine. <clears throat> it's okay. I can handle it. Listen, I'm not exactly, it's not like I'm predicting the Dolphins <laughs> to beat the Bills. Right. It's not like unheard of that the Bucs could beat no, the Cowboys. certainly not. Tom Brady in the playoffs, you always count him in. 7-0 and That's in his career against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, those are always weird stats when they when they say that. Why? Like, Because it's not like he's playing. with the Patriots, but no, it's still because Tom it's, Brady. It's still Tom Brady, but... When when you look at a, at a uh, quarterback or anybody's record against a particular team over years, there's not it's not the same team. So I don't know what that means. Like it's not like he's played the same. It's not been the same Cowboy defense uh, all those years. That's true. That's true. Here's another thing, and I know they discussed this on the show yesterday, and I don't have the numbers to back it up, but I love when the home team wears white and puts Dallas in the blue jerseys. Yeah. I love that. We agree. Love it. We, we Jerry and I were talking like in the '80s when we were the. Cowboy fans. Yeah. Oh, that would piss us off. Because... Well, they posted the last time the Cowboys won a playoff game in the color jersey. It was a different shade of blue. It wasn't even the navy. It was like more yeah. of a... And I'm pretty sure Roger know. Stallback, the picture I saw in that story, Roger Stallback was the quarterback. Well, there you go. <laughs> so it's been a little while. I read... This is a little different. The Cowboys haven't made consecutive playoff appearances since like 99. How is that possible? I don't know. I always feel like the Cowboys are always good. Well, I, look, I know they haven't won a Super Bowl in a while, yeah, but just consecutive playoff appearances. It's been over 20 years. Yeah, it's been a little while. Jeez. And you're predicting their downfall on Monday night. Well, listen, I could easily have egg on my face, and that doesn't take much, you know? <laughs> Dak could flip the, flip the script. Okay, who cared about Washington Week 18? We knew the Eagles were going to win. Didn't matter. And we're going to march into Tampa and we're going to throw the ball over those Bucks. I think that's the game I'm most looking forward to other than Giants-Vikings. Right? Cowboys-Bucks, Monday night. Yeah. I'll be asleep. That sucks. I'm going to have Come to wake on, up and man. watch it. It's the playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah. Ooh. Who said that? Uh, Jim Mora. Very good. Good job. Let's take a break here, CeeLo. Sure. Uh, when we come back, we've got uh, uh, I've got a couple more NFL notes, and I've got some. Is that going to be every tease? We've got some more yeah. NFL on the way. And I've got... Uh, Police body cam footage. Oh, yeah. Of Odell Beckham oh in an airplane, God. which I enjoyed that when I woke up this morning. <sighs> but first, CeeLo, you should know that great friends, great tequila. Oh. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. Eddie wants to be playing old Jeff Beck. This is the Yardbirds. You're going to keep that up all morning or no. just for the show? I think Spike will come in and give me a karate <laughs> kick. <laughs> this is the warm-up program. Jerry is off today. He'll be back tomorrow on a football Friday. He is lazy. Uh, we'll be doing cool games tomorrow for the uh, playoffs. Because here's the thing. Especially on Wild Card Weekend, there are often some non-cool games so we will do that officially tomorrow please do not hinted at that a little bit in the last segment please please do not bring that up today today is thursday we don't do that today that's right now i was uh this morning when i woke up i uh grab uh, coffee and uh, oatmeal and i sit down and see what has happened from the time i last looked at my uh, news feed Mm -hmm. and and that's normally like around six o'clock i look so I get a full, like, eight hours. 6 p.m., got it. 6 p.m., and then at 2 a.m., I, I look at it again. And I was uh, very excited to see the Odell Beckham Jr. police body cam footage of when they had to throw him off the airplane. Yeah. Now, I will say this. The police officers are so kind. They really are. They're, like, overly nice. Yeah. To not escalate the situation. They did a real—like, I couldn't get over how terrific of a job they did. So they show the, and it's like a five-minute tape. It's yeah. not just a quick 
10 seconds, 30 seconds like we normally get of this. Yeah, you get a real feel for what's going on there. Yeah, you get a real feel. So he gets uh, the police go on the plane and they talk to the uh, flight attendants who say this guy's in and out of consciousness. We've been, so they go over to talk to him. They go, eh, yeah, seems to be some sort of problem. You know, can we get you to... Uh, they ask him, uh, it's up to, I guess, the plane crew whether they want the passenger to stay on the plane or not. And they said, look, this is a five-and-a-half-hour flight. This guy's going to essentially, you know, going to be a pain in the neck, might be disruptive. we got to get him off the plane. Probably the pilot's call, I would think, right? The He's captain, yes, they said. Yeah, the uh, captain, right. They said it's the Lead captain's pilot. call. Yep. And uh, so the captain's call was, yeah, five-and-a-half-hour flight. So. So. <laughs> So he doesn't want to get off the plane. But nothing's really escalating. Like I said, the police are very nice. He's He is somewhat out of it, so he's not, like, being hyper. Yeah. And they tell him, look, we got to get you off the plane. If, if you don't come with us, we're going to have to deplane the entire plane and then take you off that way, I guess, with more force. Like, yeah. To, in and, custody, essentially. Yeah. And he's like, okay. He, like, he didn't want to get up. And I guess an older... Uh, little heavy set older fella mm-hmm. was, sitting not far away from him yes yeah, it was just like saying like get off the plane right and then odell's like i'm specifically not getting off the plane because of you yeah which i enjoyed that that was funny it's fun to watch <laughs> i mean it's a bit much if you ask me it but, was a bit much you know uh, it's Again, hard it, it, whatever it's I, hard I, to tell in this day and age i just i'm putting myself in the situation yeah and the idea of inconveniencing the entire plane. Like, yeah. I'm not saying he was fully in the wrong. Like, I wasn't there to see the exchange with the flight attendant, and he was asleep. Who knows? But the idea of, like, I can either get off or they're going to pull everybody off the yeah. plane. You know, it, I don't know. He Air like travel he was, was frustrating enough, you know? Yeah. It seemed like he would, if he would have just put a seatbelt on, yeah, right. he would have he, he went back to sleep. Everything would have been fine. And to further my point, among the things he's saying to this older gentleman yeah. to kind of give him the business is like, you know, I'm going to be on a private plane. Oh, yeah. I forgot that year. part. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, why didn't you just do that to begin with then? Right. You know? Right. Or if you have that ability, just get off this flight and allow these people to just go on their way. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. So, fine. The old guy was was running his mouth. That's one dude out of how many on the plane. Yeah, and they all had a D-plane, and then they yeah. took him off the plane. And now I also, also per the flight attendant, he took off his pants. At what point did that occur? I don't know. Was so, that like when they approached him, his pants were off already because he was sleeping? Or was this part of like his, I'm annoyed, so I'm going to take my pants off? Did I don't know, re- because yeah. when they said, when he when the flight attendant told the police officer he took his pants off and he was wearing shorts, is what he said. Okay. Oh, so it was Evan Roberts. Yeah, he was Evan Roberts. <laughs> took like, the jeans off. He, he wasn't wearing his other pants. Gym shorts on, right? Ready? Because he wants to relax right away. Yeah, maybe he was just relaxing in yeah. a pair of shorts. Yeah. All right. So who knows? It was weird. Uh, it, was, it was an interesting watch, I will say. I was, it was. I was intrigued. He doesn't come across great, you know, John at the older guy, but I don't know what the older guy said exactly. to him to be so that I have to be fair. I don't know. I say he didn't come across terrible. Like he didn't seem like a big disturbance. No, I don't mean that. But it's just like, yeah, he was a pain in the neck, and he wanted to inconvenience on, other people because he was being inconvenienced. Which I look, I again, I'm not. The flight attendants might have been pushy. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I get being annoyed. Yep. But like the idea, it's just personally. I would if I would just guilt trip myself. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm ticked off. It's annoying. It's inconvenient. But like, do I really want to put the rest of the plane through the same thing? I don't know. That's just my. Especially if I knew I could just gas up a private jet. At, exactly. At home that way. I will say the purse. The people that came off the best though, the police for sure. There's they were. I couldn't believe. Like I would be. I'd be the worst if I was a cop. I'd oh I'd have <laughs> attitude. I'd be like, well, listen, you. Punk, get off this plane. Now, I didn't stay with the full five minutes. Does it oh, actually get to the point where they take him off the plane? Uh, Yeah, well, I don't. I know, like, uh, if I remember correctly, I see everyone leaving the plane and him still sitting there. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. There, the, there's nothing for them to do until everyone gets off. Yeah. What it looked like after that, I, or what they said. Yeah, I don't, I, know, I don't even know, know if it I was I do in remember there. them saying, like, when the incident report came out or whatever, that there was, you know, he, he cooperated or yeah. whatever in getting off the plane. So I would imagine it was pretty... Um, docile. I think it, but, yeah, oh yeah, he was very docile the well, whole time. The, the whole way around. The yeah. whole thing was docile, yeah. except that old fella. 
I'm specifically not yeah. getting off the plane because of yeah. you. You're 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 your old ass or you're fat. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't want to go too far. And uh, Michael K. apparently is like Mr. Imus. He does characters. Uh, turns out he was doing a performance when he was threatening to fire a producer over there on the air. Oh, yeah, I we need a break, and I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Yeah. So you're gonna have to fill me in on that when we well, come back. Well, just you know, Mr. Michael K. does characters. Got it. Like Imus. I was not aware of that. You were aware that Imus does characters? Yes. Okay. I didn't know. I don't I'm not I'm not up on this Michael K story. Oh yeah. Oh. Last I heard was he was potentially leaving radio. Yep. So you like when I'm in, you like to guess the Amy Sports Limit. Oh, you want to do okay. that? Okay, yes. Let me think. Okay. Amy Sports Limit. Uh Amy tells us about the uh, everyone coming for Sean Payton. Eddie. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Welcome back. We have a few moments left before Boomer and Geo. Uh, CeeLo is in for Jerry Recco today. Uh, Rutgers won yesterday at the Northwestern. Another big three for the kid that did it against Purdue. Is that right? Yeah. Same kid. I should know his name. It should be committed to memory. Spencer, Spencer. Boomer says. It's the last kid in the last name. Spencer, I think. The transfer, right? Spencer. This year, his first year with Rutgers? If if this kid is the right kid, then I think his brother is like a great lacrosse player. All right, then. How about that? I don't know. Another nice road win for Scarlet Knights. I got all this information last week. Oh. And I don't know if I remember it correctly or not. Everyone was feeding you Rutgers information as you sat courtside. Oh, that's right. You went. Who did you end up taking in that game, by the way? I took my buddy Lee. Oh, nice. He's a huge Maryland basketball fan, as I am, and uh, we did not play that well. Oddly enough, we went on to beat Ohio State over the weekend. Rutgers is a very hard team to beat, uh, Boomer. Good defense, Al. They'll probably be uh, in the NCAA tournament. I think they will. I think is that right? Would yeah. they? A I think so, yeah. It's a long way to go, but I, but I would say so. Long way to go. I picked them to win it all in the, one of the pools around here. Did okay. you? I'm going to. Oh, you're going to. I was oh, like, wait, yeah. there's a pool When do those pools right? start? I yeah. don't know. Do we even does someone still run one around? WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.